It's interesting that both this week and last week we're talking about dreams. And last week's Parsha we had in the beginning, it started off with Yossi's dreams. And the end of the Parsha we uh, read about the uh, butler and the uh, baker about their dreams. And this week's Parsha uh, also uh, begins with the dream, with the dreams of Pare. Uh, it seems what the dreams all have in common uh, that they all eventually led to the exile of the Jewish people because uh, Yosef's dreams caused to sell him in Egypt. The dreams of the uh, butler and the baker uh, caused Yosef to be known to Pharaoh. And then Pharaoh uh, used him as the dream. And then eventually that brought down Yaakov and the family. Uh, so the dreams sort of is a, uh, uh, is a cause for Golus uh, for going into exile. Uh, this also fits with the idea, we actually learned this mimer last, last week, um, about, it says, uh, with regards to the Golos, it says that the Golos is also called like a dream. As we say, Shira Malis, we say, We were like dreamers. So, what is the idea of being as dreamers? The, the Alter Rebbe explains in the Torah that a dreamers mean that when a person dreams, there are two opposite or contradictory ideas can all come together in a dream. There is no, uh, no sort of order, there's no rules. Uh, usually the example for that is brought from the Gemara that uh, to put an elephant through the eye of a needle. You know, so that's something which cannot rationally take place. It doesn't make any sense. But in a dream, you know, it could happen that uh, I like to tell over, this I heard from the Rebbe once by Fabrengen. Um, uh, the Gemara uses this, that there's certain extremes the Gemara says that a person doesn't even dream at nighttime. I mean, even sometimes it's such a big contradiction that even... So, and one of the Gemara gives an example that says, Pila de to bring through an elephant in the eye of the needle. So the guy says he has a question in the Gemara because he beferish had a dream. He had a dream that the elephant went through the eye of the needle. How could the Gemara say that it doesn't, uh, it doesn't happen? So he said, the Rebbe answered, because the Gemara gives the reason. The Gemara says over there that things that you think of during the daytime, you dream at nighttime. It's those ideas that you think about it. He says, most average people don't think about an elephant going <laughs> going through the eye of a needle. He says, if you think about it, if that makes sense to you during the daytime, so maybe, maybe you dream about it at nighttime too. But in any event, the al Rebbe writes in the, in the Torah, in the, in the, in the Mimer over there, that what means like a dream, that we live contradictory lives, in, in basically, in Golos, in the time of exile. Because on one hand, we love God, and on the other hand, we love Gashmis. And, you know, really, in truth, loving God and loving Gashmis, loving materialism doesn't really coexist with loving Hashem. It's only because we're in a dream, so when you're dominating and you're excited, you love Hashem. And then later on, when you go into the world, then you love the material thing, you love the Gashmis. But al Rebbe writes, very interesting, so that's not only bad, it's not only negative, there's something positive about it, which means that uh, he says that because, he explains that because the source of a dream is very high, in essence, the person reaches into a very high level 
because of this confusion, because of the cholam, because of this dream level, because of the contradiction, he sort of can reach into a higher level, which you cannot reach when you're just going in a very straightforward way. And the Rebbe brings out in the Sikh over here that positive things that we do, mitzvahs, are eternal, they're everlasting. Because a mitzvah is a permanent thing, it's a connection with Hashem. An Avera, transgression, is only a temporary thing. And, uh, and, and therefore, uh, that doesn't last. So it's, it's just a short time, because when you do tshuva, and you, everybody will do tshuva eventually, so it means that'll go away. So, uh, and therefore, he says, but in the time of the Beis Hamikdash, when we weren't dreaming, everything was straightforward. You know, we had to be pure. If we're Tomei, you know, you can't light the menorah. If you're unclean, you know, there's, it doesn't work. But in the fact that we're in Golus, we can get away. Our mitzvahs are maybe not so pure. We're not tome, we're not Toher. We're a little Tomei when we do. We're a little confused when we do the mitzvah. But yet, uh, because we're in Golus, we still, the mitzvah counts. Later on, the side effects that we weren't clean, those will go away. But the mitzvah itself would count. And the Rebbe brings out a very strong point from this that, you know, a lot of people would think, um, this is also based on the words of the Rebbe Rashab, who said that a lot of people would think that, you know, there has to be a certain order of the way to progress in, in, in one's service of Hashem. So first you got to learn the Chumash, the Rihar read, and you got to learn the Siddur, you got to learn the Chumash, and then you learn some Gemara, and then you learn some Halacha, and then you learn, you get involved in the knowledge, and then you go to Panimius HaTorah, and then you start learning the inner parts of Torah, and then you go to the bigger things. So in other words, you have to, you can't just jump, or you can't just become religious all of a sudden, you know, uh, become ultra-religious, you know, put on a kapata or something like that, you know, first, you know, you gotta first graduate, so go from one level to the other level. The Rebbe Rashab says that's the time before Mashiach, there's no order to things. It's like the Cholom over here. You have to have the time of Chatoif V'Achol, Chatoif Any good thing, any good idea, good custom, something good, you got to go ahead and grab it. That's the advantage of being living in a dream world, basically. Even though you're maybe not up to the level of what you're sort of uh, pretending to be, yet learn Chassidus, do extra mitzvah, behave like a a big chassid, that's okay. I just want to conclude. The a Rebbe uh, told us one of the stories in the beginning. He told about uh, the Alter Rebbe uh, that they complained. Some people, the Mesnagdim, one of the complaints against, against the Hasidim were that they're pretending and they're behaving like in a more uh, Hasidic or in a more uh, religious way than they really are. So, you know, they're... They're basically saying that they're fakers, you know, you know. They're dressing up and they're pretending and they're not. So the Alter Rebbe said, is that the case? You know, like he was very... In that case, he says, then they will be come true by them. I'm paraphrasing, not exactly the but then it will be paraphrasing what the Gemara says about those people that mock, you know, they were doing. what does it mean? He says, it will come true what the Chazal say about such a case. So nobody understood really what the Alter Rebbe was saying. But in the Talmud it says, it's brought down, if you mimic somebody else, maybe if, uh, if you're mimicking somebody who has some kind of a physical or a mental or some case, that you try to make fun of that, 
So the Talmud says the punishment is, is that before you, you die, you will get that same thing that you're making fun of, that will come to you. So in other words, basically don't make fun of somebody else because before you won't die without becoming like the person that you're making fun of. And what the Alter Rebbe is saying, if they're mocking the people who are very religious, so their punishment will be that they will become religious because if they're pretending to be something which they're not, eventually that will hit them. So who cares that they're pretending? And uh, this is the strong, I guess, message for us not to worry about some, uh, so much nowadays that maybe we're not genuine, maybe we're not real, maybe this is uh, it seems like arrogance, it seems like uh, overdoing it. Today, if there's a good thing, there's a mitzvah, grab it, do it, and the mitzvah Shem, like we see by the Neiris Hanukkah, there's different levels, right? Mahadrin, regular mitzvah, Mahadrin, Mahadrin, Minah Mahadrin, it almost sounds like the Hachsherim over there, you know, each one is trying to, <laughs> to, I do and call it a little bit of a more name that would sort of tell you this is really kosher. <laughs> so in the Hanukkah and also there is different levels. But the halacha drama, Paskas, the Rebbe quotes it all the time, that the minig has become now to behave like the Mahadrin, Minah Mahadrin. <laughs> so that means that in nowadays there's no time to think about it. We've got to do things in the most perfect way. And then the Ebishter looks away because it's a cholam anyways, brings us Mashiach and takes us out of Golos. And then we will be to the base of Migdash and lighting the menorah in the base of Migdash.